0: Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hi. Oh my gosh. Y'all, I am feeling... <laughs> I'm feeling like a big girl right now, okay? I got myself a little setup, and I'm really excited because it is making the recording process so much easier, okay? I've got a little machine that I got going with me, so I'm, I'm starting off this week good, as I hope you are too. Um... Thank you. Thank you for coming back. I missed you and I love you. Uh, I'm so happy that you want to sit down and chat. Um, of course. Okay. You can find me if you want to chat some more at official Kiara Barnes on Instagram, send me a DM. Let's keep the chat going. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the talk theory Podcast all right um look folks i I've been feeling a little better lately in the whole confidence department, but it wasn't always like this uh, <laughs> nor is it always consistent that I feel confident, but I have recently, found some really good tools to help me, you know, jump back into feeling myself. And I, I want to discuss. So why, why is it that we do struggle with being confident? You know, that's a, that's a, mm -hmm, that's a, that's a question with many answers. And it's interesting. I I have a niece and a nephew, and I just love them. Um, I know, here I go with the baby voice, but I can't help it. I love them so much, and I'm an auntie now, which is freaking weird and crazy, but I do love it, and I just love watching <laughs> how they act, and this is just honestly in general for children. They're just a hoot, but there is, like, absolutely zero fear when it comes to them, okay? For instance, I was on the phone with my brother, and he's in the middle of potty training uh, my niece. So, you know, we're just chatting and everything, and she had... (laughs) Jumped in, of course, and made a big announcement. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom. You know, it's it's a big deal that she wants to go. So, you know, we're like, okay, do your thing. And we're me and him are just talking in the meantime. And some time had passed. I'm not gonna say it was an alarmingly <laughs> long time, but it was enough time for us to go, okay, what what's going on? You know, and so Um, he goes and checks out what's going on and he's looking around for the toilet paper. You know, he's like, okay, where's all the toilet paper? I don't even see. And she's kind of just like looking at him. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like, did you use the entire roll of toilet paper to go to the bathroom? And she kind of just looks at him like, yeah, you know, and, um, my brother was mostly, I'd say in shock than he really was about being upset. Cause there was nothing that he could do. Like the toilet paper was gone. Okay. Um, so he just goes, why, why would you do that? And her response was because I had to go potty. Like Hello. Um duh. Okay, that's why I was in there. What did you think? I was baking a cake in there? Like, hello. <laughs> Zero fear. Zero fear just living her life. And my brother was just like, uh, okay, <laughs> and he just you know, obviously he, you know, corrects her and then tells her how much to use. But moments like that, one, crack me up, um, but just reminded me, you know, when we were kids, we didn't fear a lot. You know, if you didn't notice, children, they, there's no filter there, really, most of the time. You know, they kind of just say, first thing, <laughs> they don't like your shoes, your shoes are weird. Okay, you know, I'm going to just take that, face value, no problem, Um kids just say and do what they feel, right? Without thinking what you might say in response. (laughs) And I, this is my theory, but I think that fear is definitely something that's taught, something that you get taught as you get older, Um, something learned. And, Maybe that starts happening around, I don't know, middle school or maybe even earlier. Basically, whenever you start caring about the response of others and what others think, and that ends up impacting your feelings, which then can impact your choices and even your beliefs at that current time. So this fear of someone judging us kind of develops and and becomes intense the older we get, you know? We kind of end up building our identity off of other people's thoughts, which... As I've grown older and I'm an adult now, I've learned and still learning to just shed a lot of that, you know? I've really had to learn how to almost <laughs> deprogram myself and, and kind of relearn. So... You know, because, okay, let me just, let me get into this. How someone else feels or thinks about me or the way that I live my life really has so much more to do with them and their own beliefs than it really has to do with me. Honestly. Honestly. Okay. That's the truth. Okay. So for example, sometimes, sometimes I will feel bad if someone maybe brushes me off, you know, doesn't really give me the time of day. Like that might, that interaction might actually take up some space in my brain for some time. Okay. Or you know, a day or something, or or more. You know, you've everyone's had that those experiences where you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm over it," and then you're washing dishes, and then the memory pops up in your head, and you're like, Ugh. you kind of have like a physical response. Um, you just kind of like shake it off, but it's. I think most people could relate to that happening, um, where I just end up pondering, okay. What is it that I said to get that kind of response or maybe it was the way that I looked that day was I wearing something weird um you know whatever the the case may be and like I said now I I have these tools that help me come back to reality much quicker than when I was younger and I and I just use them now so one reality check. Okay. Number one, reminding myself that people have a ton of stuff that they're thinking about. (laughs) If I think the way I think and have my own, I don't want to say problems because it's not, it's not problems, but it's just life. It's stuff. You know, you have your own personal network of stuff that's going on. You you got your families, friends, work, okay, etc. So if someone's maybe more passive towards me, there's a chance that they could just be thinking about 15 of the billion things they got going on in their network that has nothing to do with me. Number 2. If they were being passive towards me on on purpose and I don't know had, had an issue there's also another logical side to that that's worth visiting. Okay. If I haven't said anything out of turn to this person, I don't I don't even know this person, okay? I've never met this person, I never said anything mean, you know what I'm saying? Most likely there's something personally, okay, going on with them. Who knows? Maybe I look like someone that used to bully them when they were younger, or maybe they just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. There are so many, you know, who knows, really. Either way, either option has nothing to do with me. And that's a reality check, okay? So we can let that go. Another thing that can 100% affect self-confidence is how we physically feel. Now, just let me clarify, because I'm not talking aesthetics or what we perceive the perfect look as, because I myself, I have had to completely um, put on an English accent for that one, completely rewire my brain in how I see my body. Okay. My relationship with working out and food has changed tremendously especially coming from the modeling world, okay, that had been completely warped for me as well. You know, I I would do things in order to shape myself into a particular look to book a job with zero want or desire to be healthy doing that in the process. I didn't, I did not, I was not thinking about my health, (laughs) okay? Plus, my words around all of those things were not positive in the slightest. And I'd be really hard on myself if I couldn't reach or obtain something that was unattainable or or something that was just not um, long lasting. You know what I'm saying? So which we're, we're going to get into self-talk in a bit as well. But it wasn't until maybe like three or four years ago that I decided I want to have a better relationship with food and working out. So instead of working out to like lose weight or look a certain way, now I'm working out because I genuine, genuinely like the feeling of moving my body and how I'm able to release stress by getting just static energy out, you know, I feel mentally better as well throughout the day. After I've gotten my heart pumping, you know, some blood flowing, I usually feel a little more clear in my head just by moving around my body. And I know there's a lot of science to back that up, but this isn't a science show. This is a show about chatting. Okay. So, that and and my digestion is even better okay and maybe that's a little T- tmi okay but it is true but i think also what i really like is feeling strong <laughs> on some really basic stuff i like the idea that i don't get winded carrying my groceries inside the house yeah I like that because, you know, I, I started challenging myself to lift weights and that feels good. Um, So that has definitely made me feel a lot more confident um, because instead of fighting to look a certain way, I'm more so utilizing working out for my benefit. You know what I'm saying? Like I do it for me to feel mentally better, not to fit into a box or a look, you know what I'm saying? So, now with food, okay? That was all kinds of messed up. I I feel like there's in general this massive misconception and misinformation that you need to eat as little as possible. But that's just not true, okay? In fact, all you're doing is really just messing up your metabolism and confusing your body so you end up with just digestive issues, body aches, because your body's trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Am I going to get my meal? Or are you not going to feed me? How much nutrition do I need to hold on to? You know, which, you know, again, more science to back that up, but perhaps maybe one of these episodes I'll find like a nutritionist or something that could really dive into that. So, uh, DM me if you guys are listening to this and would be interested in that for an interview. Um, but anyway, so now I make sure I'm eating enough because that affects my overall mood. (laughs) When I haven't had enough food, I get hangry. Okay. First off, First off, I get hangry, I get irritable, I'm tired, I don't want to work, I don't want to talk. Um, and that's just the cold fact of it. So, um, I make sure that when I do eat, I see food as a resource to make me feel good. And that I even express gratitude for for giving for this food for giving me energy to get through my day that I have something delicious to fuel me. Okay. And I'm telling you guys, be conscious of your thoughts and words around the things you say. Okay. Because they do impact how you feel, which then impacts your self-confidence. Self-talk is huge. Huge. Okay. It's huge. If you're really into the whole self-deprecating humor thing and taking a little, um, you know, hit at yourself every once in a while, take a break on that, okay? Honestly, I stopped altogether. I don't call myself stupid or silly or a loser, even, even as a joke. I don't do it because... The truth is my brain doesn't always know the difference of real and not real, okay? So on a subconscious level, the more I'm saying that out loud, that can actually develop really quickly to something in my conscious and to be taken as fact, which then starts affecting my mood, okay? Lastly, social media. And I know this is a tricky one. I, um, I actually just deleted TikTok. I love how I'm like announcing this, um, but I deleted TikTok and I'm doing this little experiment to see how different my life will be or how I will feel without it. Am I having some withdrawals? Yeah. 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 Does that sound ridiculous that I'm having withdrawals from a freaking app? Yeah. And that's okay because it is ridiculous. (laughs) It's absolutely ridiculous. But I find myself, you know, opening up my phone, opening up my phone and then going, oh yeah, I deleted it. Oh yeah, I deleted it. And doing that over and over again. And it's so weird, you know, although the benefit is I definitely feel like I'm getting more stuff done. So that's interesting. But um, I deleted TikTok specifically because I'm just on that more, okay? With Instagram, I I, I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but the new algorithm or setup, I, I just don't really get on with it. And I don't use it as much because of that. And if I do post something, I post it and then I kind of log off and go do something else. Okay. I mean, do you remember (laughs) when Instagram first came out? Okay. And you could see all your friends and family on your feed and people would post like their toe or something with like eight different Instagram filters on it. And you'd be excited just to see two likes on it because Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm at with Instagram and that's what I'm going back to. Okay. I just don't care as much for it. Anyhow, TikTok was definitely just the more addicting social app for me because I could just hop on, say that I'm going to scroll for five minutes and then it would turn into two and a half hours. Not to mention that it's like, mental Russian roulette. Okay. You could be scrolling and get one cute cat video, another funny video. And the next is like a super traumatic, devastating video. And then you have to keep scrolling to like, get out of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to get out of that feeling. All right. Um, and you don't really have a lot of control over what pops up. I know that it starts to customize by what you like, but still like sometimes you'll just get random stuff that you're like, "Okay, I don't ever watch this." Okay? Um and you kind of just end up absorbing a lot of different people's energy that by the time you log off the app, you just feel tired. <laughs> tired. And then you didn't get anything that you needed to get done. So I'm bringing this up because social media is just so easy to ingest that I think we can sometimes just find ourselves doing a lot of comparing, you know, which totally impacts how we feel. And I'm 100% guilty of this, but I'm here to remind myself and everyone that social media is for the most part a highlight reel. Um, when I post something on Instagram, this is just the truth that selfie I took or whatever, I probably have at least, at least 15 other photos of my camera roll. Okay. Trying to figure out the right lighting and look before I post it. You know, it's all curated. So let's not even compare to what's not even real. First off, all right, if you wanted to compare to something real, you'd see that half the photos that I have on there, one of my eyes are closed and I'm like in between a sneeze or something. And yeah, that's that's just the truth, all right? So also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I want to quickly mention how listening to music and reading books can really help with confidence. I don't even think I necessarily need to go into details about how great music can be and how it can really affect us. But I think everyone probably listening has that one song on the top of their head that they could play right now and instantly it would put them in a good mood. I actually have rediscovered how much I like jazz music. I I a specific kind of jazz, the kind where you could sip a nice warm drink or maybe an iced tea read a book to it, you know, that puts me in a good mood. And every time I hear, I, I think the song, uh, Here Comes the Sun or something by the Beatles. Um, if that title is wrong, I apologize. But you get what I'm saying. That song. Can't sing it, but you get what I'm saying. That does it for me every time. So yeah, I'd encourage you to use some music as much as possible. And that that is going to help you uplift your mood and that's what we're trying to do as well the more your mood is uplifted the better you're gonna feel and the more confident you're gonna feel also beyonce just dropped her new album um as i'm recording this and so i finally listened to that this morning on the way to my workout and all i can say is no one can tell me anything right now okay i actually feel incredible after listening to that album so highly recommend first off Um, if you're looking to feel good now reading, dude, get on some self-help books, just do me a favor, Google top 10 self-help books. Okay. And give it a go. A hack to this also, if you're like, okay, I don't have time to sit down and read. I love to, but I actually have too much to do. I hear you. I get that. Then to you. I'd say audiobooks. I'm super, super into, honestly, both, but audiobooks are great. When you're moving and grooving, I'm telling you to just read some words of encouragement or listen to words of encouragement, some advice. That is going to help you develop, and it's only going to make you feel better because you're going to go, oh, my gosh, that's a new point of view. Oh, my gosh, you know what I mean? It's going to help you. So... There's something about the music and books combo that really makes you feel like you have your stuff together. And I don't know about you, but I feel super confident whenever I have my stuff together. Um, the main thing, okay, that's helped me with my confidence is reminding myself that I don't need anyone else's validation of who I am. How I look and how I feel. Now, this is something we kind of unfortunately have to practice and break some old thoughts and habits, patterns that tell us otherwise. You know, I I think it's, I think we're just used to getting a boss's approval for work on an assignment or a project, getting your friend's approval on an outfit, getting a significant other's approval on. Your new hair or, I don't know, you got your nails done or something. You want them to say something about them. Having your family approve of your lifestyle, your career, your passions, whatever it is. We've been conditioned in order to move forward to doing something that we genuinely like to make sure that someone else likes it before us, (laughs) which, no. Okay, first off, no, because we all like different things. Um, but we kind of just set up our lives in a way that really includes everyone else's thoughts and opinions, but that's the thing, you know, they're it, that is their thoughts and their opinions. Meaning, for example, if I, if I'm on set, right. And I'm filming something and I want to try something in a scene, try a different action, try a different way to enter a room, whatever it is. And my director doesn't really like it. I don't have to take that personally. Okay. I can take that as from their point of view, from the camera that they were just able to see something else play differently, not even necessarily better, just different. So, which is also reminding me to possibly do an episode on how to take constructive criticism, but Yeah, we'll get back to that. Anyway, like, yeah, anyway, what I'm trying to say is, you know, say even if a family member not liking that I cut all my hair off or something like that doesn't mean that now I shouldn't like my new haircut. You know, I think you're getting what I'm putting down here. When you make decisions from yourself for yourself, regardless of what others think, you can be confident in the fact that you did it for you and you felt good doing it. So this week's theory is this. If we took more time to check in with ourselves and see what it is that makes us happy, could we actually self-stimulate confidence? You know, I think trying at least one of these things that I've talked about and seeing how it impacts you mentally and emotionally will tell you a lot. And also to remember that this is a practice. There's no such thing as perfecting anything in life. It's all up and down. That's kind of just part of the human experience. (laughs) You know, that's how we grow. That's how we get better. Um, but yeah, I will have to keep you all po- uh, posted on how this deleting of TikTok goes. Uh, I don't really know how um, long <laughs> it will last, but I'll keep you posted. Um, but thank you, everyone, again, for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed our chat. Uh, again, find me on Instagram at Official QR Barnes. DM me your comments, thoughts. uh, Let's keep the chat going. And uh, thanks again for being a part of the Talk Theory podcast. And I love you. Bye.